check out this awesome lightsaber. It's a lightsaber with too many lightsabers on it. It's a menage a sabre. Now, sadly, sadly, I think I have a Wookiee in the audience. Sadly, there are some stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking nerf herders out there who aren't thrilled with the new Jedi weapon. They say if these things are supposed to protect your hands like sword hilts, it wouldn't work. Because the first time you cross lightsabers and it slid down to the bottom of the blade, your opponent's lightsaber would chop through the little side sabers and take off your hand. <laughs> or, as it was stated on Twitter, hilt on lightsaber, stupid and impractical, childhood ruined, everything ruined. Ruined. Well, I say it's a perfect design. So here, here's how it works. I've done my analysis, okay? People think... People think it's actually three different plasma streams, but it's all one. The long beam, the long beam right here, okay, it comes out, and the two smaller beams at the bottom, okay, they're still attached to it. They don't start where the little metal hilt ends, okay? They're attached to the other beam inside. The metal hilts are just casings around the little beams to protect your hand. Even if someone slices through the metal, they're going to hit the beam right there. Any Padawan knows that. Now, I know that's, that's science. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're saying, uh, but Steven, in the trailer, the first light beam comes out before the other two. How could it all be one beam? Well, Greg, it's simple. You just need three focusing crystal activators to split the plasma into perpendicular blade energy channels. Confused? Well, you'll understand in two weeks when you catch up with where I'm at. I've had it. Will you get on with it? Okay, okay. Welcome to Galaxy of Toys Podcast, a discussion about Star Wars toys of the past, present, and future. My name is Jason. This is episode number 37. Joining me tonight from IGrewUpStarWars.com, the OT curmudgeon, Tom. Hello, Tom. Good day. Hi. How is everybody? I guess you have to introduce him first, don't you? Yeah. So I will uh, reserve my how is everybody for uh, for later. Okay. <laughs> also joining us tonight from Benham's to Bla the Black Series, Vintage to Modern, our good friend Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hey, good to be back. We missed you last time. Yeah, sorry about that. I had something important to do that night. I think uh, Ryan's moniker should be uh, he collects too much. <laughs> That's probably true. How about that? Also joining us tonight from from forlomtozuckis.com. Hello, Jake. Hi, hi, hi. How we doing? Happy uh, almost New Year, I think. Yeah. Will this be out? This is uh, this will be out about New Year's Day or New Year's Eve. So close to owning hoverboards, driving uh, hover cars, <laughs> I can't and wearing wait. pants inside out, and yes, uh, all that stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to go to Cafe 80s next year. Yeah, and oddly enough, <laughs> still using a fax machine to uh, fire people, whatever. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Not weird. Oh well. Close enough. Unfortunately, Chris B cannot be here tonight. He must have other important things to do too. Kind of like Ryan last week. 
But, but we do have a special guest returning to the show from this week in Star Wars, Matt Fox. Hello, Matt. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Have a comment or question about the show? Email us at galaxyoftoys at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Galaxy of Toys. And find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash galaxyoftoys. Remember, you can listen to older episodes from our Podbean page at galaxyoftoys.podbean.com or search for us on iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. Well, this is going to be our second annual year in review show. We're going to be talking about the best and worst Star Wars toys from 2014. Personally, I think it's been kind of a just a so-so year. Not anything horrible, I don't think, and not anything awesome either. I'm just kind of like, I was looking through the list of figures and toys that came up this year, and it's been an okay year, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see as we go through this list uh, what we come up with. Now, Chris B. can't be here, but Tom, you've agreed to... Uh, to uh, respond for him and give his answers, correct? That's right. Since I don't care and don't care, <laughs> I am going to uh, I'm going to stand in for Chris. I'm going to save everybody from my really bad German accent and just rattle off his answers as if he was here <laughs> okay. without the German accent. Okay. There you go. Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs> But, Tom, if you have any of your own opinions that you want to express about any of these uh, toys we're talking about tonight, you are certainly welcome. Oh, you, you know. You really it. have to give Tom a permission to express his own opinion. Uh, <laughs> that should not be a problem, Mr. Luttrell. All right. So let's start with uh, – I made this list, so I should know, I should know where, where it starts. Okay. We're going to start right off the bat with the best three-and-three-quarter-inch action figure from 2014 – Ryan, I will start with you on this one. All right, I had to think about this. I had to go through the list. There were some cool figures this year, but uh, ultimately I think I have the bias on this, but I think that uh, Black Series Episode 3 Darth Vader was the best figure of the year. It's been That's a long time since I've been excited about a Darth Vader 3 and 3 quarter inch figure. That figure's just awesome. It looks great. They captured his helmet detail so well. Um, it, it's the best Vader figure I think Hasbro's ever come out with, so I had to go with that. That's a good one. I, I, uh, Jake, where do you stand on this? You know, we had we didn't have that many options this year compared to well, in the last, you know, for example, I'm Matt. I'm actually on your website uh, this week in StarWars.com, and you've been for years tracking how many figures have been out, and uh, I like to glance at that. And so uh, the number it looks like that you have there is 58. Is that a, is that an up-to-date number? That is the current. That's going to be the final number. That's, yeah. how, that's how many figures were released this year for three and three-quarter inch? That's the fewest figures we've had since 2000. Do you count the, uh, do you count the, packed in, the figures that are packed in with the vehicles, the Rebels figures, the separate figures? Yep. If you bought everything Hasbro this year, mm -hmm. you got 58 figures. Okay, and just some of them were very similar. Some of them were repacks. Or very similar. Okay recarded mm -hmm. so that that's a really slow year okay so yeah so 58 figures you know like you said that's a pretty low number compared to a couple years ago when we were getting 300 multiple years in a row so um i think uh i kind of went through the figures 
that I had out uh, this morning, prep for the show. And I think I'm going to go with uh, the Rebels uh, Snowtrooper. And I think uh, I think he's going to get my vote because I love the sculpting on him. And yes, I know he's only four points of articulation, but still, I think it is so dead on. It is such a quality figure. I think that is a pretty good example of when Hasbro said, you know, the Saga Legends, what they lack in articulation, they'll make up on sculpting. I think for that particular figure, they proved true to that concept and they kind of knocked it out of the park. So um, I like it even more and above than the Snowtrooper Commander we got uh, earlier this year as well. So Snowtrooper from the Saga Rebels line or the very, very limited release in Canada earlier this year when it was on the, uh, what card was that? The Vader card, right? The Vader card, yeah. Yep. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Well, Ryan and Jake picked the only two figures this year that I even considered choosing. <laughs> wow. So, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I crazy. thought about Chopper just because he was hard to get, so I thought, well, he must be cool, but he's okay. Um, but I was, I decided I was going to go with the uh, the Revenge of the Sith Vader. It, it, it is a really good figure in a year. And, you know, given the rest of the choices this year, there weren't many, and they weren't very good. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, but Vader stood out as a as a really good figure. I, you know, we don't ever need another one. I'm sure we'll have three more next year. But that was a top shelf figure. It's surprising that as many fig as many Vader figures has, ha, that have been made over the years that one would come out that would warrant a best figure of the year award. <laughs> I mean, if you look back at it, a lot of those Vaders they've produced they, they have a great articulation. Usually, like the armor and everything is really good. But the helmet is always just a little off, and they just nailed it on that figure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It is, it is the helmet. You know, they didn't. They've always had a compromise in some way in the past, I guess, to make it removable or two piece or three piece or whatever. But this one was really good. And of course, there was some controversy about it because the heads kept popping off, and some people thought that was a big problem, and some people didn't. But I guess they fixed it in the later runs. Yeah, they lengthened the uh, peg. That is, his neck peg is definitely a lot longer on the uh, the Tie Fighter card than it was on the uh, orange card. So I have the orange card version, and I haven't had much problem with mine. I thought about picking up the second version, but I decided not to. I'm not a completist, at least like the way you guys are. So I just one was good enough for me. I picked up the orange card version. I've never had his head pop off, and. I've been tempted to buy the, the TIE Pilot card one, just to have an example of that TIE Pilot card. But uh, beyond that, I really... I mean, it's an awesome figure. I wouldn't mind having more, but I'm trying not to fall into that buying more of an awesome figure because there's... You know, this will come out over and over again, I'm sure, so there's no reason to buy more now. Uh, Tom, what a, what did Chris B. from JediBusiness.com have to say? Well, uh, Chris said Zeb Oreos... <laughs> No. <laughs> Not familiar with these Rebels, guys. Tom. The Zeb, Zeb Aurelio's reminds me of the vintage droid line. And apparently he liked that. So that would be Chris's favorite figure. I can get behind that choice. I he's uh he's got the more he's got the color scheme, which is totally in line with the old animated series. And yeah. the great thing about that figure is it's a lot taller. I think it's. Wonder if that was intentional. 
Hmm, probably not, but probably not. Baby, awesome. Tom, did you have a favorite figure from this year? <laughs> nope. Okay. <laughs> All right, that goes to me. I almost went with the Vader from the Black series. I was really close. I think that definitely is one of the better figures. But I decided to go with the Inquisitor from the Rebels line. I really like that figure. I think the paint apps look very nice. It just really stands out amongst all of the other figures that were released this year. I really think it's a standout figure. And I'm not even that crazy about the Inquisitor on Rebels, about, about the show. He's, he's okay. He isn't, you know, I'm not a huge fan yet. Maybe I will be at some point, but not now. But I really like that figure. I just think he looks great. Speaking yeah. of the character, I actually I'm glad they kind of downplayed the the lightsaber thing. But I think he's mm-hmm. a pretty decent character. I think so. Yeah. I was really concerned about that, but that it worked out okay so far. Yeah, so far much better character than I expected out of the show. Um, I think we all talked about it early on before the show hit that we were not so sure about this character because it's another lightsaber, kind of Sith looking character. Expecting kind of another Darth Maul. And he's really turned into a, a much better person than what we thought he could be. I think um, Dave Filoni's done a good job with him. Yeah, his villain dynamic is different than what we've had in the past. Normally we have a big villain come in, a big heavy, and he bosses everyone around. He does this. But there was one episode like he was kind of working in tandem with Agent Callus and wasn't like pulling rank or wasn't, you know, being the, you know, I'm going to cut your head off just for talking to me. They, they've definitely, they give him a different um leadership aspect yeah. than I think they've done in the past, which I think is really cool. I like him so far. Yeah, I think that the the problem that I had with Clone Wars for a long time was that you took a lot of villains and just sort of they lost every week and, and there was no sense of of menace. I mean, Grievous could have been cool, but he had to lose every week, which was strange. I mean, the Clone Wars, each side could have won every now and then, but you never saw any of the bad guys win. And so far, I guess... You know, half a season in, the Inquisitor has managed to maintain some element of, you know, fear. So yeah. I hope I hope they're able to keep that up. Agreed. And Jason, he was one of my runner-ups mm-hmm. uh, for that best figure. He yeah. definitely was. And I thought Re-E's ranked pretty high as well. Re-E's is a solid figure. The only problem I didn't go with him is because the last Re-E's, which was different, but was also a solid figure. So it's kind of like... They, they made a nice figure, but they almost didn't need to. <laughs> Rees, for me, has a sentimental value of being the first Return of the Jedi figure I received and probably one of my least favorite vintage figures Jason, of all time. Jason, that was everybody's first Return of the Jedi <laughs> figure. Is it because he was just the only one left? <laughs> I would think so. Oh, he and like, that's, he was like... He started as a peg warmer. Yeah. He as a peg warmer. Uh, uh, General Medin was mine. It was just as bad. Oh, yeah, there's another turd figure. We got to have we the need... worst vintage figures of all time show sometime. We need Michael We need Michael from Retro Blasting on that one. We need him badly on the show. All right. I'm going to need backup on that one. So uh, let's turn our attention to the worst three and three quarter inch Star Wars figures of the year. And we'll go back to Ryan. I know some people may disagree with me on this, but I am going to back it up. But I'm going to say Chopper. And <laughs> I, I know. And it's not, I mean, it's not a, a poorly sculpted figure or anything like that. But when I bought this figure, he is so tiny in that packaging. It doesn't seem worth the six bucks you're spending on him, or seven bucks in some cases. And then, you know, we talk about five points of articulation. He has three points of articulation. 
I felt like they could have at least had an arm come out of his chest with the arms come out of his head. Something along the lines. I mean, this is a droid with tons of gaz- gadgets and gizmos. So much more could have been done with this figure that I ultimately ended up disappointed with him. So I actually went with Chopper. Yeah, my first thought of Chopper was that he should be an accessory to somebody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it just it seems so small to be a, a figure packed in with the, the rest of that stuff. I, I just mm-hmm. didn't quite understand that. And should I have have been, runner- he should have been packed with a cloth cape or a vinyl cape. <laughs> now, I heard he was packaged only one per case for the new uh, for the cases shipping. Is that? Oh Does boy! Anyone, see, can here anyone confirm that? They were all twelve. There, there was twelve figures in the case. Yeah. It was all one per case. Oh, so okay. So all right. Fact, there goes that. Yeah. He I, might I be going forward. I didn't want that to turn into another Darth Maul scenario from '99. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't up that there was no new Star Tours figures this year too. Uh, that was sad. And now Star Tours is kind of canon. Right. <laughs> Better than the prequels. <laughs> Jake, I'll go to you. What was the worst three and three quarter inch Star Wars figure of 2014? I think I am going to go with Dagobah Luke. I'm pretty sure that'll be on someone's list here mm-hmm. with the uh, gawky arms that he has. But... I'm going to go with the counterpart figure to that one. I'm going to go with the Yoda from the, the Black Series because that that figure had such great anticipation when we saw those first shots of it. We thought that this is probably going to be the best Yoda we've ever had. And then we know that when it was released, it obviously had gone through some changes. And it, it's not even that the head sculpt is bad. It's actually a really good head sculpt. It's just the rest of it that kind of falls down for me. The, the cloak is... For me, my opinion, one of the worst I've seen. Uh, Darth Mac, who does a lot of customizing, um, and uh, he's uh, here in Seattle with us here. He's he's taken that head and changed all of the accessories out and just improved the figure quite a bit because this figure has a horrible cloak. The cane, I have two of them. I have both the tie card and the orange card, and neither of them can hold the cane. Um, the Luke's training backpack looks more like a recyclable uh, uh, grocery sack that you get at the store. I mean, it's just, for me, it's all the peripherals. It's all the outside of this figure, which, and plus the disappointment of what we thought we were getting to what we actually got. So I'm going with Yoda on this one. Uh, Matt. Well, Jake, thanks for leaving the uh, the Luke out there because I was going to take that one. <laughs> I knew uh, someone would. <laughs> You know, it's yeah, you know, it's the triumph of you know function over form. I guess it's you know I, I understand you want to make the figure that can do everything and stand on its head and everything that it's supposed to do, but it just looks so you can't get past it, or at least I can't get past the way those arms look. And I mean, I've got other figures from other lines that have the ability to move their arms like that, and they don't the the joints aren't so distracting. So, I mean, if I don't know if it's because it was the arms and they were painted flesh color or or why it is, but it's just, you know, the 10 year old uh, OTC figure, you know, with where you just swap out the arms or whichever it is, is just it's better. And uh, when I you'd see those pre-release, just like the Yoda and we got excited about the Yoda and we're disappointed with the way it turned out. The Luke, you just said, well, I hope they fix it. I hope they fix it. And they didn't. And I mean, maybe it's just me, but I'd, you know, I, I don't need 
the figure to do that much if you're going to sacrifice all aesthetics. Yeah. You know, Matt, I would have gone with the, the Dagobah Luke other than, I mean, it looks terrible. Like you said it on the shelf. It, it's a terrible display piece, but it's a ton of fun to play with, which I know most of us really don't play with our figures. But after I opened him up, I mean, I had him doing all sorts of dance moves and it was it was a fun figure to play around with, but you know now that he sits on the shelf, it doesn't look as good. But I at least gave well, him props for that. I, I like the fact that they 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 went for that goal. I just think that they could have achieved it and not had it look so bad. I mean, either you know put a soft good jacket over him or 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 something. But I mean, okay, I I never opened mine. I admit it. So it, you know, it could be it could be that awesome. But I mean, I know you know I don't have a Dagobah diorama. I don't need him out. But you know, looking at him hanging on my wall in his card, it just looks sad. Tom, what did uh, Chris B say for worst figure of 2014? Uh, Chris, <laughs> Chris also <laughs> agrees with many of you. Uh, Dagobah Luke. Here is his reasons. Although it's a nice, uh, it's nice to see that Hasbro tried to include even more points of articulation than ever before. The joints are just too distracting on that darn Dagobah Luke. So I, uh, I remember complaining about this one when we, uh, we talked about him when we first saw him many months back. And I thought he looked ridiculous. And the fact that uh, I hear that there haven't been any improvements, it's just a, it's, was, what a car wreck. So... <laughs> Yeah. Ryan, I uh, probably would have uh, d- uh, did some dance moves with him as well, but uh, I would have quickly put him on the shelf like you. What does that say about you, Ryan? It starts with dance moves. It ends with sitting on a shelf. <laughs> I put Luke in a corner. That's what I did. <laughs> yeah. So that's what uh, Chris thinks, and that's what I'm thinking too. Okay. My pick, um, I'm pretty sure this is a 2014 figure. It's the... Uh, Darth Sidious figure that came with the Saga Legends 2-pack with Yoda. <laughs> huh. um, yeah, I'm pretty sure this came out this year, right? I know it came out maybe earlier this year, but can yeah, someone confirm? This, this is a 2014 figure. Okay. Yeah. The, I, the, this figure, you know, part of me actually wanted to make it the best figure of the year because it's so crazy looking and it's so oddball that maybe I thought it deserved some praise, but Looking at it, I just I think it's the worst one this year. It when it's in the package and it's staring down at little kids, it pretty much says, "Hey kids, Star Wars figures are stupid. Look at me." It's just it's a bad figure. the 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 face the facial sculpt does not look menacing or threatening. I suppose he's trying to give like an evil smile, but it really just looks like a I don't know creepy old man or grandpa i don't know what they're going for with this one but it's just terrible and i think it kind of brought down the whole saga legends two mission series line just because it's no one bought it and it kind of it's been you know that i think that two pack with with yoda have just been kind of clogging the pegs and then it got repacked yeah recarded because there weren't enough of them already out there that's where i stand on that there. Does somebody want to defend this figure and say it's not one of the worst? Or yeah. uh, I think silence speaks louder than words. 
Jason. So you guys all love this figure then. I'm I'm on my no, own. No, <laughs> it it is definitely a um unusual figure. It's got you know, it has it's got the vintage I, I don't know. I don't mind it so much because it goes vintage for me. It is it is in the true sense of the vintage figures. It's yeah. got the molded feet. It's got no you know, it's got molded feet on it's a hollow figure. It's like the you know, they were probably solid back in the day, but um, you know, it's got no actual um, you know, art, I don't know. It, <laughs> it's hard. It, it has got the Ben Kenobi, uh, whereas like his, he has legs, but they're molded and they are molded to look like a cloak or a cape as opposed to being independent, yeah. you know? So, you know, I don't know. He's got the crazy, you know, unlimited power look on his face, <laughs> you know, which I can get behind. So I, you know, I've got, he's vintage, crazy. I've got yeah. vintage. Part, part of me wanted to say he was the best figure of the year because he's so crazy and vintage looking. But part of me feels like it's figures like this that are are making people lose interest in the line in general. I don't know how much lost interest is. I've been going around to stores since Christmas was uh, come and gone here. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't find a single three and three quarter figure on the pegs at like my Target or the Walmart or the Toys R Us had just a couple. Because they're just gone, but I could find six-inch figures. I could find command figures. So you know, I feel like you can find the Mission Series two packs, the two especially packs. this yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Probably. but yeah, the Black Series they're sold through. The Rebels figures they're sold through. Yeah, the individual carded figures they're you know, and I don't know if it's the price point, or I don't know if that's just a that is a christmas staple that's been since you know the 70s that you know you get your kids or your nephews or your grandchildren or whatever and star wars action figure so you know more so than you would a you know a command series you know or a six inch figure because you know could be pricing could be tradition but i i feel like they sold through this christmas at least at the single the pack figures certainly yeah did. there are no single pack figures to be found anywhere from what i can see I think I maybe maybe that Yoda from the Black Series is still hanging out at a few <laughs> Toys R Uses, but uh, besides him, there's not there's no. well there's not a lot I of just, figures on the pegs right now. No, I've spent the last week driving around the eastern half of the U.S. and Targets and Toys R Uses are figures are thin on the ground. Mm-hmm. So either they they found the right number to ship or they were very popular. Yeah, but I think what both you and Jake were saying about the Darth Sidious is you don't like the face. I mean, it's an interesting figure. I mean, it's, you know, the way they did the robes and all that, I think was mm-hmm. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this, it was the, every time they've tried to do an episode three Sidious, they just get too much of the crazy, you know, either, you know, his <laughs> mouth is open way too much, you know, and his cackling or his eyes or whatever. But I had high hopes for that figure too. And it was it's sort of like this year's Mara Jade. Except people <laughs> are really looking forward to the Mara Jade, and nobody cares about another Sidious figure. Yeah, but it was I like, well, it's great Mar- if you can swap the head out. Mara Jade sure bugged the crap out of Jake, didn't it? Oh, I hated that figure. I almost that <laughs> I almost went with that for the worst. The '80s rock punk ugly hairdo they put on her it just was not. I mean. I immediately ripped her head off and put on a Black Widow, and it was it became a great figure. So it does have redeeming value in everything except its head. <laughs> Let's um, 
switch from action figures to uh, vehicles. There weren't a lot of vehicles released for the three and three quarter inch scale this year. But let's start with the best Star Wars vehicle scale to the three and three quarter inch figure. And we'll start with Ryan. Uh, so I looked at this and honestly, yeah, you, like you said, there were not very many vehicles, but I thought the Phantom stood out um, the most. Uh, one of the biggest reasons I was looking forward to this vehicle, it reminds me of the mini rig they had planned that would dock with the Millennium Falcon in the vintage days. It kind of looks like that design, so I was already excited about it there. And it's an it's a brand new vehicle. Granted, all the Rebels vehicles are brand new, but the the uh, the Sith Inquisitors are the Inquisitors a uh, Tie Fighter is very similar to what we've seen before. Um, the ATDP is similar to a Scout Walker. But this was a brand new vehicle in in toy form completely. So I thought it was an awesome thing to get. Uh, it's got a lot of little cool features, lots of hatches that open and everything. Uh, fits plenty of figures in it. I liked it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Uh, Jake, what, what's your pick? I, I'll echo the Phantom. I think it's a great figure. It's, uh, I mean, vehicle. Sorry. Uh, I think it's got enough features on it. It opens up. It's got spring-loaded missiles. Um, it's, of course, way undersized, but for that price point, that's uh, the size that we're going to get. Um, but yeah, it reminds me of vintage Star Wars toys. It, it, it has that aesthetic for me. And uh, that, of course, is a uh, favorite of mine, the vintage line. So um, it definitely takes me back to that era of toys. And it's not as prequel it's definitely more original trilogy so i'm definitely going to throw my weight behind the phantom um yeah i mean technically the atst walker was released this year but we know that that was just a rehash of an older mold that originated other years but otherwise i would go with that as being the best vehicle released in the toys r us you know endor set exclusive but um i threw that out and went with the phantom instead uh matt we'll go to you Oh, I didn't know I could take that ATST. <laughs> there are no rules uh, on this. You can say whatever you want. I, I no, uh, I mean I'm gonna, you know, I, I'll go with the the Phantom like everybody else, only because it was of the three Rebels vehicles we got. It was the only one I had no expectations for, so it didn't let me down. But you know, it did some stuff. It was fine. I mean, it was. And here I'm talking about my favorite vehicle, and I'm gonna start trashing it. But you know, I, we got that, and we, I think we got the Lego version of the Phantom on the same weekend for my kid. Mm -hmm. The Lego one is so far superior to to the Hasbro one, aside from the fact that the Hasbro one can fit the figures. But I mean, it's it's good. You'd like to think one day we'll get the Ghost to go with it, but you know we won't. So, but you know, it did some stuff. It had the missiles. It had the you know the wings could fold up and down in a sort of an action way so yeah no it was i didn't feel ripped off by it how about that for for a ringing endorsement <laughs> the uh you you bring up the uh the ghost i know last year we all thought maybe the ghost would be coming out does anyone still think they're going to make a ghost for three and three quarter inch scale figures i do seriously uh, you seriously uh, think, yeah, I think that so. I, I think it'll happen I think you guys are, are underestimating what we're going to see with Star Wars this next year. You know, Disney's been saying for a long time that they, they feel that um, Star Wars has been underproduced as far as merchandise. And um, I think, we're, you know, Rebels is picking up speed. I really feel 
like Hasbro and everybody else um, that makes Star Wars products wasn't sure about Rebels because it was all brand new characters. There was nothing really carry forward in this, you know, unlike Clone Wars where we had Anakin, Obi-Wan and, and all these characters we already knew. Was, everybody's brand new in this. So they were a little more hesitant on it. And Rebels is doing well. We all talk about how we can't find the figures in stores or they're, they're selling out pretty well. I think that's that's a sign. And um, I think we will see a ghost eventually. I think it might be next year, holiday time, we might get a ghost and an Episode 7 Millennium Falcon at the same time, much like the last time when we got the Falcon and the uh, ATTE at the same time. But I really, I could see a ghost happening. I think it's a unique enough ship um, that has plenty of play features that could go with it, unlike um, the Twilight which, while it was unique, I don't know if they could have done enough play features with that and made it as interesting. So I, I think we'll see it. I think if we see the ghost from Hasbro, it'll probably be the exact same size as the Phantom. They'll be little buddies. <laughs> You're going to go with the $20 ghost? Uh... Yeah, yeah, I could see them maybe doing that. I don't see them making one compatible with this, uh, with this ship, though, the Phantom. Ryan, I hope you're right. I... If we see it, if if Rebels takes off and they decide, okay, we underestimated this, we got to ramp it up. But I, I I think, and we'll get to this later in the show, I'm sure. I just think this next year is going to be all about Episode 7 and prepping us for that and no distractions. And if we get a, if we get a ghost, it'll be like 2016. I say the only way we get a ghost is if that sucker shows up in Episode 7. Uh, t- Tom, what did... Uh... Chris B have to say. Yeah, I think he agreed with everybody. Actually, he did with the ghost. So the phantom. Oh yeah, sh- um, yeah, whatever <laughs> that thing. The the phantom. Yes. I I I'm, I have nothing original to say on this. I agree. The phantom is definitely the best vehicle of the year. I think it's a lot of fun to play with. I like how it opens up. There's room for a lot of figures, like Ryan said. So there's just no disagreement in the group on this one. Amazing. Let's move on to the worst vehicle scaled for three and three quarter inch figures. And Ryan, we're back to you. Uh, I have a three way tie. Uh, that would be. Oh, <laughs> and, and I'm sure we're all going to mention these at some point, but I, I couldn't decide on which one was worse. But this, the last wave of the, um, the $20 vehicles that we had before Rebels hit, where we have the repainted Slave One, the mini Slave One that is. The mini Episode Three Obi-Wan Starfighter and the mini mini Anakin fighter, um, we didn't need these. They're just repaints of older stuff. They're the smaller stuff. And while I didn't mind the smaller stuff before, I, other than Boba Fett Slave 1, that was the only one I could see them really doing. The other two are just rehashes we didn't need. Um, so I, I, I go with those three. Jake, what about you? I, I agree. I don't like the scale of the $20 vehicles, uh, the slave ones or the jedi starfighters but uh, my anticipation was so high and then i was so let down by the atdp i gotta give my vote to that because i really wanted that to be something special and it ended up being very very simplistic too too um little detail not enough movable joints or you know, posability, uh, a normal figure has difficulty even fitting into it. And so um, the hatch can't be used by a normal figure. So it's just, it, it lost a lot of um, uh, steam that I had uh, in my excitement for that one when it came out. So I'm going ATDP from Star Wars Rebels. Uh, Matt. Okay, I think, 
I think I'm going to speak for Tom here as well. And Tom speaking on his own behalf, not on behalf of Chris and saying, I was disappointed that the Imperial transport didn't come out this year <laughs> because that was going to be my most disappointing vehicle. <laughs> I any love question. it. <laughs> but I was hoping it would show up in the last couple of days somewhere or, and I guess we've got a couple more days, but that one is going to, that will be next year's. Maybe they're uh, scrambling to retool that turd. Oh, I can only hope so. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the vintage was so awesome and that one just looks so, you know, fail, big, failed. big, big yes. bag of I'm fail. I'm trying yep. to avoid, you know, keep it kid friendly. Right. Um, so I'll, you know, I'll, I will join Jake with the ATDP just because I had, very high hopes for that. I like any kind of walker. I always have. And I got that thing, and you have one joint. You've got the hip joints, and that's it. No you know, no ankle joint, no knee joint. That was it. Uh, I mean, just that simple fact made that vehicle a horrible disappointment. I'm going to go with – I'm going to actually disagree with you guys about the ATDP. I think it's a pr- – my opinion is it's a pretty – good-looking vehicle i think it looks good it's solid yeah you can't fit the figures through the hatch but you can open but they made it where you can open it up put the figure in and then drop it down and then their head can pop out of the hatch so i think it looks okay i don't i guess i just don't hate it the way maybe you guys don't hate it hate it but i guess i'm more okay with that than you guys are um i will just i think the worst vehicle for me would definitely have to be the uh slave one repaint because just having a tiny little vehicle to cram one figure in that, uh, especially when they have those really great molds of the slave one, just seems really disappointing. And just another reason why I could never be a completist, because I I just can't buy stuff like that. I just, I can't. That's where I am. You know, the the worst thing when we think about it is the end of last year, we had all those exclusive vehicles come out, Mm -hmm. like your Amazon and all that. We got some awesome stuff, like the slave one there and the TIE Interceptor and all that. And this year, we had none of that. There were no real exclusive vehicles. There was barely any exclusives out there. We had the the vehicles with pack-in figures at Target. and Only two of them. Yeah, only two of them. Was there anything else this year as an exclusive? Toys R Us. Yeah, the Toys R Us ATST. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I didn't count that because it was just a bunch of repaint stuff. Um, But, yeah, unlike years past, we didn't really have all those exclusives, and it's kind of sad because maybe we could have gotten a really cool vehicle from something like that. But oh well. Uh, Tom, what did Chris B write for the worst vehicle of the year? He said ATDP. Uh, we need figures <laughs> to fit, fit comfortably into vehicles. <laughs> exclamation point! Exclamation point! <laughs> exclamation point! Chris, I understand what you're saying, but that the stormtrooper, the rebel stormtrooper, fits perfectly into the cockpit of the ATDP. I really. I don't understand your guys' complaint on this one. I just don't. Uh, my pick is going to be the uh, cruise missile trooper. <laughs> Thank you very much. Still, still have, uh, still trying to get rid of my, uh, my Bring case it back. of those. Yeah. Bring it back. Oh, I heard that's going to appear in Rebels next year. <laughs> God, that was a turd. Oh. oh, they should put that in Rebels. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> and then everybody would, that would be hilarious. the way they're doing for the uh, the uh, Imperial Troop Transport, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, that's an accessory. And then, yeah. Yeah. Why not? and then Hasbro could redesign it to make it even cheaper than it already is. 
<laughs> just have a head of a figure rather than head and torso. Or? Yeah, I love that. I love. That. I, I, can you just imagine the? Uh, I don't want to go back ten, to fifteen years, but uh, can you imagine the uh, the designers of that uh, cruise missile trooper? This one has a white helmet, so everybody's gonna love it. It looks like a uh, Tie Fighter pilot, but it's white. Yeah. Okay, you can just edit that out because we really. <laughs> My goal is to de- derail this whole thing. <laughs> As usual. All right, let's move on. To... So, was there more you wanted to add with the no. t- to the uh, to the conversation there, Jason? No, I know we. I think that's it. You know, there weren't. There's not a lot of vehicles really talk about good or bad. There's only what four. I think we should. Uh... There were three vehicles. Yeah, yeah three. Well, there were six. There's oh six. wow. The three Rebels vehicles and the three repaint vehicles. Yeah, but those were repacks. There. I mean, they were out last year. Yeah. They so, were? Did, yes. did they actually, I thought they came out earlier this oh, year. I thought those. I thought the repaints were earlier this year, too. I'm with Ryan. I thought those were earlier Because I remember the first time I saw them when I was at Disneyland in April. That was the very first time I saw any of those. That makes our answer void, Ryan. We lose. I'm not changing my answer, though. I still think those are terrible. Uh, I'm sticking with they them. Are <laughs> no, they are awful. I'm not defending them. I'm just saying I didn't think about I them when I was and I, making my choice. Let's move on. This year, there's a lot of new scales. There's 20 inch, 14 or 15 inch, 31 inch. There's all kinds of stuff out this year. So, what was the best non three and three quarter inch Star Wars figure of the year? Ryan, back to you. Oh, I have to find my notes here. Oh, here we go. Okay. Um, there was a lot to choose from. Yeah, I, I'm loving the six inch line. But ultimately, I came down to some, we've talked about in the past the uh, the Disney um, uh, talking figures. Mm-hmm. I went with the Stormtrooper from that line because I think that was the best of any of those. It had a lot of great lines with it. It seems very accurately detailed. I mean, like the Han and Luke, the the head sculpts aren't quite right. The Fett, I know a lot of people love the Fett. I finally got it. I think he's just too clean. And the Vader, the head isn't quite right, and it's not James Earl Jones. So I, I'll go with the the talking Stormtrooper from Disney. Good pick. Jake, where are you going with this one? That was my pick, too. <laughs> I was right there. <laughs> Disney's Disney's talking Stormtrooper is, uh, I thought, yeah, the sculpt was, uh, they knocked it out of the park with that one. I feel like a Stormtrooper, definitely the dimensions on the helmets are something that some toy lines are easy to uh, not get just the best. And I thought they did a really uh, good job on it. But I... Um, my runner-up was probably it, it. It lacked some paint detail, which is why I didn't go with it. But I like the tie pi, tie pilot from the uh, twenty-inch uh, has uh, Jack's line. I thought that was a pretty good one as well as my kind of backup one. But yep, stormtrooper talking from Disney. It was awesome. And Matt, what about you? Well, I want to agree with Ryan that I like what they're doing with the six-inch line, but no one figure stood out as you know heads and shoulders above the rest um though so sort of at the other end of the cost spectrum the the best figure that i got this year was the sideshow one sixth scale whatever it is the 12 inch scale darth vader it was amazing it's the best vader i've got at any any price point and i know a lot of people love that um more affordable more you know in everybody's realm I do like the the talking Vader. I think that's the best of the Disney figures, even though it's not James Earl Jones. Just the figure itself, you can get it to pose in a lot of great ways. That was a line that I expected absolutely nothing from. And going into it, I didn't think I'd get any of them. But 
you know, like I like them all. I like the Stormtrooper. I like the Fett. But I think the Vader is the best of that bunch. You know, Matt, I thought about the Sideshow Vader. Um, I got that as well. Uh, not, not affordable for most, I know. But my, my only issue with that is mine, the lights didn't totally work. Like, one of the, the belt lights um, never quite worked on mine. And that just kind of made it a, a lower expectation on that, I guess. For $250, I thought everything should have worked right away. And I know you can send it back to Sideshow and get it fixed, but I've just heard all the horror stories with that. I decided to just leave it as it is because the lights aren't going to be light, lit up all the time. I mean, it looks fantastic, yes. But uh, I was just a little disappointed in that for $250. Understandable. Yeah. Tom, what did Chris B. have to say? Well, before I get into Chris B., I'm going to I've – I've got a pick for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a pick for this one. Oh. You know, just recently I uh, – hear me out on this one. Just recently I uh, discovered I have a little bit of uh, higher – blood pressure. And I, I'm thinking back to, you know, the uh, proctology exam, Obi-Wan. <laughs> yeah. It's probably oh, yeah. going to be physical time soon. So I figured I could use that as practice. Uh... So I'm going to go with that one. I think he's technically a 2013 figure, but we'll, we'll I'll let, I'll let you go with that one. He's All still right. out. He's still out. He's still readily available on shelves. Are, are you practicing good, that's good that to know. Home, Tom? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, but uh, Chris says, boy, that was a joke that I thought I swore <laughs> was going to be a lot funnier. Uh, Chris says, Biker Scout with speeder bike six, six inch. I'm going to go with that one as well. I agree with that one. That's a pretty, pretty cool one. Yeah, that is a good one. I, good pick. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I thought that was cool, but the helmet doesn't quite look right. Well, yeah. It looks a little tall, doesn't it? And I don't know. There's point, something pointy. about it. That, I mean, if you take him off the bike, he uh, his hips are just kind of like he doesn't stand straight. He looks like uh, um, well, probably something a, I can't say in the show, but little uh, bowlegged or what? Yeah, a little bowlegged. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. yeah. For uh, for my pick for the best non three three quarter inch Star Wars figure of 2014, I'm going with. Look, sir, droids. Close the blast doors. The Death Star plans are not in the main computer. <laughs> the talking Disney. Uh, 13 and a half inch stormtrooper. There it is. I measured him. Wow. He's awesome. You know, I I didn't I we going back to using sound effects now, Jace? <laughs> I want I I almost went with Boba Fett almost, but the thing is Boba Fett uses the special edition uh Tamora Morrison voice or the DVD release or whatever it was. Oh boy. And <laughs> I, uh, it's it's a bit distract it's a bit distracting for me. I I'm not the purest as like Tom is, but I. Why not use the best? Why not use the original when you can? And I think it was, the voice just doesn't do it for me. So I do have to go with the stormtrooper. I think Disney really did a great job, and I'm sure they scared Hasbro a little bit this year by putting out these really nice figures. Because Jason, does the uh, does the stormtrooper have the uh, proctology exam finger pose or? He does not. Oh, that's that's too bad. Yeah. That's too. <laughs> guess I'm gonna have to use a prequel figure for that then. <laughs> All right. Or, or Tom, you could always get a probe droid. Wow. Oh. <laughs> you know. Wow. I, know. I, had to, I had to go there. Good, for you, good setup. Let, good setup. Yeah. A lot of these Disney figures came out over the summer, and I know it was a time when we were looking to find new figures from Hasbro and really couldn't. So I think a lot of us just started going for the Disney figures. 
kind of worked out. There was definitely a, a lull in, in Hasbro figures over the summer. Yeah, no, I think a lot of brands uh, benefited from Hasbro's lack of output this year by, um, you know, Disney and Hot Wheels and other stuff like that that mm -hmm. popped up when Hasbro wasn't, you know, I guess we could say meeting the needs of what us collectors wanted to get, you know, based that they were a little slower this year in their pace and output of figures than normal. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see if Disney can compete again next year with Hasbro probably ramping up their output quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I think the other thing is we, we all look at it was a low year for Hasbro. Last year was kind of a low year for Hasbro, too. I think we've all been filling in holes in vintage collections. Yeah. And mm -hmm. looking at other toy lines, I know I've started buying more Lego recently and loving it, and it's kind of scary when I look at all the Lego stuff that's out there. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it that lull made us spend money elsewhere. So Hasbro... Uh, let us spend our money on other things. Yeah, I've got a question, really guys. Tell me what you think. Um, I know that Hasbro Kenner has been in the Star Wars game for a long time, but now that Disney kind of has his their own their own manufacturing, so to speak, they have their own products. Mm -hmm. You think they might uh, eke out, or not eke out, but uh, kind of uh, you know tell Hasbro to hit the hit the road here before too long? Mm. You know, they're perfectly capable of making their own figures they've done it before i was the go ahead jake go ahead i was gonna say i don't think so because they've just entered into that huge i think we talked about before in the show that disney's uh pulled their license from mattel to make a princess product and given it to hasbro so i think ah, hasbro okay. and disney are definitely set on a course to have a pretty good partnership with all because Hasbro does all Marvel, which is Disney now, and it does, you know, tons of Star Wars. So I think they're um I think they're becoming better partners with Hasbro. So ah, I don't see go. them and also, you know, we like the Disney product, but Disney product puts out very little. I mean, the only places you get this stuff is the Disney stores or the parks. <laughs> yeah, so I who, guess that who makes knows it... if they could really like meet Walmart's quota mm -hmm. and demands. Right. True. Product, yeah, good, so. good, good I point. think I think Disney is more than happy to take Hasbro's money and say, yeah, we're going to build ours, too. You go ahead and make whatever you want. We'll take your money. But we're yeah. going to make some as well. All right. And the, I mean, yeah. And, and I think, yeah, Hasbro is just I mean, they're a toy company with distribution and a production line and they can pump the stuff out. And I I don't know if Disney can do that or not, but I don't think so. Yeah, got it. I think Hasbro has to be a little irritated that so many other toy companies have a Star Wars license now. Mattel, oh, Jack specific. Well, maybe and if then... they put out some product over the last two years, mm. they wouldn't have to worry so much. Mm. Ho! <laughs> Zing! And then you also have the foreign competitors now. You got Hot Toys right. and uh, who's making those new awesome six-inch ones, Ryan? Oh. Ban Bandai, I... right? The Bandai... Yeah, there's Bandai, but there's something else too. It's like Play FX or yeah, something I mean, like that. When it, yeah. that, ja that Japanese stuff is just blows all the American stuff away. When is Play? Yeah, I've got I got several of those Vaders on pre-order, so when I get them in, I'll definitely review them on the show. When is Playmates going to yeah. get in on Star Wars? <laughs> I think Disney just likes to pit everybody against each other. All the toy companies. <laughs> well, we'll have uh, Star Wars Ninja Turtles. That's what we'll get. <laughs> Yeah, they did it with Star Trek. Who knows? That's not yeah, so loud, Ryan. Not so loud. Both, so. <laughs> so um, 
let's move on to the worst non three and three quarter inch Star Wars figure, and Ryan will go to you. Uh, this was a hard choice uh, to figure out what was the worst of the year. I know some people could probably pick out some of the Jack stuff or the shampoo bottles. Um, but honestly, I was walking through Toys R Us this evening, and it hit me what was the worst uh, non-three and three-quarter inch figure of the year, or figures, if you will. And that was the Toys R Us six-inch Cantina Showdown, because this was <laughs> the most unnecessary thing Ooh, to be put out. Good pick. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they took two peg former figures, put them in a box, made an exclusive, and expected us to buy this again. Yeah. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. I don't think anybody's had a problem seeing these at all in any Toys R Us, right? No. <laughs> exactly I, i'll go there as worse I, yeah. I think i saw some at my vet's office a few few days ago too <laughs> uh jake what's your pick on this one? Oh man this was a hard one i it was so hard i went with something pretty um obscure that probably most people haven't even seen unless you i think it might even be a toys r us exclusive again um but i'm going with the star wars rebels angry bird set a lot of people didn't even realize they're still pumping out Angry Birds, but yes. But in specific, if I even had to narrow down one <laughs> Angry Bird, it was Kanan because what? Uh, you know, yeah, K- no, it was, Kanan has an Angry Bird. Kanan has an Angry Bird, and it's so bad I couldn't even tell it was Kanan. Wow! It honestly looked like a guy with a brown tie on, and I'm like, <laughs> who were? Who has a like a green business suit and a brown tie? It's just really it doesn't capture the character. I think it was just a real poor effort, you know. And the reason I even acknowledge it is because I, again, filling in the holes because I'm used to collecting stuff and Hasbro's not giving me enough to collect. I've been going around to all these secondhand, you know, discount retailers like Ross and Marshalls and TJ Maxx, and if I find like. Angry Birds or Fighter Pods, like less than 10 bucks. I've been buying them, and the kids and I, my kids and I have been playing with them quite a bit. So I've been slowly amassing them just because they're cheap and they're fun and there's something to get. And so I keep an eye out for Angry Birds now. And this set, not only that, this set's like $30. And I can't comprehend who's going to pay $30 at this stage for uh, some Angry Birds. But that's my very obscure vote. Do you think we're going to have episode 7 or The Force Awakens Angry Birds? As soon as they drop that video game on iOS and everything else, I'm sure they will. I'm sure. They oh, just God, did no. Oh, I'm sure they will. They just did Transformers, which was a bomb and they still produced Angry Birds for them. There's a I think Maybe by the time Force Awakens comes out, the whole Angry Birds thing will be done with, and nobody will want it, so they won't make. Those it. will be fun, fun characters for the Force Awakens. Uh, the, you launch the uh, Han, Han Solo bird, and it just forgets where it's going. <laughs> Princess Leia Princess just Leia. goes through everything because she's. <laughs> there was a prequel sticker book, Angry Birds sticker book, that came out this year that my wife really likes. She bought it and everything, so. Not, not everyone hates Angry Birds, I suppose, but I, I I'm but surprised most people do. Yeah, I'm surprised they're still making anything Angry Birds. Jake, I totally missed the Rebels Angry Bird thing. Totally. I'll send you a picture. Actually, I could throw it up on the Facebook here. I'll throw it up on Galaxy of Toys. Mm-hmm. I just snapped a picture of it. I think yesterday. 
Uh, Matt, what's going to be your pick for the worst non three and three quarter inch Star Wars figure from 2014? Jake stole mine. Uh, yeah, it was those. I was so angry to see those angry birds because I thought it was done. I, I was like, so yep. they they all they were everywhere. It was the only thing we saw for a while was angry bird stuff, and then it just disappeared. It's like somebody at wherever. Disney or Lucasfilm or whoever makes the Angry Bird toys sort of said, yeah, this stuff's awful. It's not selling. Just get it out of the stores. And I was going to comment about that on my show. And then, then literally within two days, I saw this Rebels thing at Toys R Us, and it was so disappointing. But since Jake took that, I'm going to say the the Jack-specific 19-inch line as a whole. <laughs> not because any of them are, are good or bad. I haven't paid that much attention to them. Just I, we don't need that many scales. It's and the thirty-one inch. Okay, they're fun because they're so huge, but then we've got nice twelve-inch figures, cheap twelve-inch figures. We've got the Disney ones at fifteen-inch or whatever they are. We don't need that scale, and you know they could come out with the greatest one ever, and I wouldn't buy it just because you got to draw the line somewhere, and it's it's this proliferation of stuff that we were talking about that anybody can get the license, and so just for the idea of it, I'm going to take those. Yeah, that Jason, that line does seem unnecessary to me. Unnecessary till they till they until they start making characters you don't get in 31 inch. Well, they've di- well Boba Fett. There's a Boba Fett one out there. That's the only one that I guess that you can't find in the 19 inch or whatever it is. Yeah. And there's there is not a 31 inch Boba Fett. Correct. I think not yet. No. I think there will be. Not yet. I think there will be yeah. next year. Just wait till the 19 inch Lobot comes out. Jason will be all over that. I will get that. I will make an excuse. I will get that. Uh, I'll get those two. <laughs> I'll get those two and call it good. <laughs> I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, what's uh, what's Chris's pick for the uh, worst non three and three quarter inch figure? Well, Chris says the J- interesting you mentioned that Jack specific twenty inch Boba Fett because apparently he found one. Uh, incomplete costume. I don't know what he means by that. Missing side holster. Missing signature blaster. Uh, looks off uh compare this figure to the disney version which also cost twenty dollars during the holidays and you've got no competition uh runner up he also says ugly and super undersized lego imperial troop transport that's right i am calling out lego chris says (laughs) oh Oh, i just built it this morning that's gonna that was gonna be my pick later on oh no (laughs) good stuff oh boy uh well chris disagrees with you okay what about tom <laughs> why what's your who, you don't do you have a worse all of it okay. just all so of bad it. it's all the worst um i hate it rod uh ron salvatore uh, uh did a shout out i hate everything yes i do <laughs> all right um my you know i was kind of thinking how matt matt was thinking that the 20 inch stuff just seems kind of unnecessary and I almost went with with his pick of all of that st- all of those figures, but I'm not. I'm actually going to go with the most disappointing figure for me this year, and that was Disney's 15 inch Darth Vader talk- talking Darth Vader. I was so excited about that figure because I really liked the the ones that had come out right before it, and I was just really could not wait to get it. 
And then when I finally did get it and the voice was not James Earl Jones, it was just a huge letdown. Just a huge letdown. I mean, the year before we had the the Hasbro Anakin to Vader figure that had the real voice from James Earl Jones. And it just really disappoints that they used a imitator for the voice. So for that alone, I'm saying that was my least favorite or worst non three three quarter inch Star Wars figure. Did we ever find out why they didn't use James Earl Jones on that? I, you know, my theory, my theory was that because Hasbro had a similar scale talking figure with James Earl Jones, maybe there was, I, you know, I didn't figure it out. <laughs> Disappointing. I mean, there's there have been plenty of toys over the years that have used his voice. So why why when all the other figures were authentic that they couldn't use him for the one you know figure that Disney put out? Disney owns, I'm assuming Disney owns pretty much every Darth Vader recorded track. Right. So they lifted the they lifted it for the Stormtrooper from the first. yeah, and that was it's awesome. Cool. Jason, Jason, do you have one? That well, let's give it a listen. Ryan, I know you've got one. Go grab it. I'll grab it. It'll take me five. Okay, five, let's let's keep let's listen. Keep talking for five seconds. I'll be right back. Okay. I want to know who they used. We, Sounds we like Darth Vader to me. You, you think, think so? Is? Let's let's have a listen, and we'll uh, we'll make that determination here in a minute. We need to reach out to Chad Vader. I mean, he's gotten better over the years. In some of the video games, he's really come close to sounding like James Earl Jones. It's still a little bit off. But unlike the YouTube show, he's definitely uh, where it was definitely not Darth Vader. Um, when he's what done a, the Vader voice more recently, he sounded better. What a gig that guy fell into. Oh, there you go. The Force is with you, young Skywalker. Yeah, that's but Chad Vader. Yet. You have learned much, young one. If he could be turned, he will become a powerful ally. If you only knew the power of the dark side. There you go. Yeah, that's anybody who's got an ear for that and been hearing it their entire life, that they're, they're going to know instantly that that is not Darth Vader. No. no. <laughs> the inflections are slightly off. Right. right. Uh, the yeah, which isn't quite right. It's just, which, yeah. Comes to the question. I mean, they used the the stormtrooper samples. Why not the Vader? It just makes and, no sense at all. And Han and Luke, they use samples from the yeah. movie too. Go figure. And really, Boba Fett as well. Odd. So Disney, please, if you make any more of these figures, which I hope you do, please use the real voice. It really adds a lot of value, I think. Or just don't bother making these stupid. Do you think figures. anyone from Disney that? listens to our podcast? No, probably not. Hmm. Let's... They probably heard Tom. They they may have heard once when they heard Tom. They saw <laughs> crap again. <laughs> All right. Well, you Star never Wars know. Podcast where somebody hates Star Wars. Why don't I want to listen to that? <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, how fun is it going to be if everybody's just a sucking on the teat of Star Tom, Wars Tom, all the time. Tom, you bring so much to this show. I, I, I don't take that down at all. I'm just <laughs> Thank you. Okay, let's go to the um, best non-action figure Star Wars toy of 2014. Ryan? Well, I had to think hard about this because there's a lot there that we could talk about. Um, my first inclination was to go with the Sideshow Mythos Vader. Um, but I don't know if you consider that a toy, <laughs> but it is awesome. And, uh, it's one of my favorite pieces I've picked up. Um, then I got to think about other things now. Hey, personally, my best non-figure toy, it's kind of a figure, but it's the Ewok I built this year. Um, I think, I think he's really cool and we had a lot of fun with them. Right, Tom? <laughs> 
<laughs> yes. But, 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 that yeah, Ewok Tom, is you were there, that though. Ewok is awesome. Yes. Um, hey, yes. give a plug to your uh, your Ewok Builders Facebook page. Yeah, if you want to know more about the Ewok Builders, you can always check out the Ewok Builders Facebook page. I think it's just Ewok the the uh, Ewok Builders uh, Club on Facebook. Um, we posted a lot of pictures of our trip we did in August uh, down to the Endor uh, Forest as well as on the beach in Oregon and everything else. Um, and as we continue to make more, which there will be more Ewoks made in 2015, you can always check out what we're doing there. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We've been having. I, I know there's a lot of people out there who've told us after they saw ours, they said they want to they want to build some this year too. So, okay, that'd be cool. So anyway, after that, I thought about there was the space tree set that I finally got, which was one of those buy-in type deals, um, which was basically an Ewok Village play set made by. Another company, they couldn't call it a Star Wars item, but it looks really cool. I know I posted pictures of that, I think, in September onto the Facebook page. And it's a really nice set. But I ultimately came down to the Hot Wheels. And I couldn't pick exactly one specific Hot Wheels car. But, I, you know, this was something I wasn't too excited about when I saw them at San Diego Comic-Con um, or when I heard about them. But once I saw them in the stores, uh, granted, we weren't seeing very many toys in the stores at the time. Uh, so it was kind of... a an easy thing to pick up for 350 a piece, but these cars have grown on me and I'm liking them more and more. And I'm kind of looking forward to more cars coming out next year. Um, and that we're going to see like actual star Wars vehicles and not just cars that look kind of like star Wars characters or, um, that have a poster art or something like that, but we'll actually get real diecast vehicles from hot wheels as well. I think this is kind of a cool thing to look forward to. I know we all, I think everybody here probably played with star Wars figures and had hot wheels as kids. So it's a, a nice amalgamation there. Good pick. Jake. You know, I struggled with this one because I started making a list of all the stuff that came out this year. And I was surprised, you know, for us saying it was such a slow year. There's still a lot of stuff out there. I mean, we got both uh, both scales of the Jax figures. We got Command, Star Wars Command now. We have the Hot Wheels. We have, of course, always every year we get new Legos. We got the Black Series. We got Rebels. We got Itty Bitties from Hallmark. We got Disney figurines. We got new Gentle Giant Jumbos. We got the Talking Figures, um, Disney Diecast, Hero 12-inch figures and vehicles. We got Pop Vinyls and Bobbleheads, Angry Birds, even a few Jedi Force, uh, you know, younger kid stuff came out from Hasbro. There was actually a lot of stuff out. New, but it wasn't New Star Wars toothbrushes are out this year, too. There you go. And I don't know how many people consider those toys, but uh, it's Jason. Um, brush me. No, don't brush me. Um, I had to go with, and Ryan took it, uh, I'm going with Hot Wheels as well. I'm, I was excited about that line coming in. And when the first line and first wave came out, I was excited about it. I thought they were good. I thought they had good quality. I liked the representation. I'm still excited about the line because they've teased or they've showed images of upcoming stuff. Um, I know, Jason, we were sharing some photos back and forth about the upcoming, like, C-3PO 2-pack and the Han Solo 2-pack. And I know the Insider published um, an article a while back about, and StarWars.com, actually, um, about some upcoming, you know, prequel characters coming up. So I am still excited about this line after it's already come out, as opposed to some of these other lines. I was really interested in them, and they came out, and I just kind of went, uh, okay, it's either good or not for me. 
But uh, this line, I'm still excited about. I'm looking forward to uh, the next set of cars or um, vehicles, whatever comes out next. So, yep. And if I had to pick one, I think the Tuscan Raider is pretty badass. I think it's a very road warrior-y, Tatooine, you know, canyon battle vehicle that would hold up in any little hot wheel battle. So that's my pick. Cool. I saw online that uh, people are finding at Target the uh, Darth Maul and Stormtrooper cars right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So check Target mm. if you're collecting those. And that's the clean Stormtrooper. The clean Trooper Stormtrooper, because... not the exclusive mm-hmm. one. Not the exclusive yep. dirty one, Tart, from that five pack. So that would be what Wave 3, I guess we'd call mm-hmm. that. The I dirty Stormtrooper. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what? Dirty Stormtrooper. Matt, what about you? Well, um, I was going to go with that Lego troop transport. That, well, I guess I got shamed out of that. You can still uh, go with it. Defend it. No, I'm just defend it because it's pretty cool. Okay. That's, I mean, it was, we built it this weekend, and I thought it was you know, pretty awesome that Lego made that vehicle. I know it's totally not to scale. but So I'll, give, I'll just give kudos to the Lego line as a whole. That Ewok village they came out with was, was, was pretty awesome. Um, I also really like those the diecast vehicles that they came out with at Disney at the end of the year, especially the the Star Destroyer, because it's it looks good. It looks like a little Star Destroyer, and for a vehicle that's prominent in the original trilogy, there haven't been many iterations of that. I mean, there was a titanium one. There was the way back in the day diecast one. This one looks good. The only problem is you can't. There's no you can't set it down in such a way that it remains stable, which is sort of a design flaw, I think. But yeah, I'll go with those Disney diecast vehicles. What now? What is the what is the full list? Because that's the struggle we have with Disney. They have no like PR department for their products, especially the Star Wars stuff. And I've talked to multiple managers, and they they're like, we don't have anyone. You know, we don't run ads. We don't have a website that tells you what's coming out. You know, they just kind of drop this stuff on us. So where are we at with diecast? What what what's out so far? I've seen the land speeder. I've seen the speeder bike, and I've seen the B wing. Now you're saying there's a Star Destroyer out? There's a Star Destroyer. There's a Slave One, a Boba Fett Slave One, a uh, Snow Speeder, an AT-AT. And then there was the the big box. There was like a $100 box that had six or seven in there. It was like two different X-Wings, a TIE Fighter, a Darth Vader TIE Fighter, the Star Destroyer again, a Y-Wing, I mean, there's there's a lot out there, and yeah, like you said, they just sort of came out. They're on the 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 only checklist I know of is to go to the Disney website, and I don't know how I don't have enough familiarity with that. Where if something sells out, it disappears from the website. Yeah, no, that's the struggle. And, I mean, I went to the Disney store yesterday, and they don't in Tuckwilla, and they only had three of those. And Disney store, they don't go to Toy Fair to let us know, right? There's they won't. No. Yeah. That's why I want to know about their talking figures. Are there more coming out? When? I want to know. Yeah, no, they were. <laughs> well, we, didn't we see Ev, that there was going to be a Chewbacca at some we point? We got that. Did we, Oh, we did. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, now, they said there was a, you know, they last year or earlier this year, I don't know if it was or maybe earlier this year, they made it. It was kind of made a fuss that there wasn't enough Princess Leia 
merchandise on the shelves at the Disney store. So they said they were going to have more Princess Leia products. I haven't seen anything Princess Leia there yet. Have you guys? Not yet. No. Mm -mm. So maybe they're working on it. I'd like to, I'd like them to do a talking Princess Leia figure and a talking Lando figure. Anyways. <laughs> what have we here? <laughs> okay, we'll go on. What was, uh, Tom, what was Chris's pick? Um, I hope you guys can make out what he means exactly, but he said he's not sure. <laughs> he love he loves the comic book. I mean, the costume, the costume book. book. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, never mind. Let's uh, let's rewind that. He likes the costume book. Okay. Which I, I, I still haven't seen, but I'm looking forward to seeing that. And it's getting definitely myself, not so. an action figure. I don't know if that's a Star Wars toy, but I said any. No, any, no. no any, so am I. We accept all answers on this show, so I'll accept that. I want to get that book. It looks really cool. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it really does. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting it eventually myself. It's an excellent book. Highly recommended. Um,. This one's going to turn to me, and I'm going to say the best non-action figure Star Wars toy of the year is the Hero X-Wing. Oh, boo. <laughs> what? I think, boo. I think it's awesome. I like that they that they tried, that they did something that's this large. It's never had a, a Star Wars vehicle this large. It is awesome. I think it looks great. I'm going to hang... I haven't hung this one up yet, but I'm going to hang it up. I hope they make a TIE fighter in the same scale, because I think they'd look great together. I know none of you guys really like this vehicle very much, but... I don't mind it. I'm going with it. Runner-up, I would say, would be the Hot Wheels R2-D2 car. I really like that car. Wasn't really crazy about the idea of Star Wars Hot Wheels at first, but I've kind of come around to it, and I definitely like the R2-D2 car. Best non uh, three three quarter inch uh, non action figure Star Wars toy. Yeah. Rebels. Yeah. No. Hold on. I'm sorry. I lost my place in the list. Okay. Next, <laughs> let's move on. The tripped him the, up. The worst non action figure Star Wars toy of the year. Uh, Hero X Wing. <laughs> That's what Chris says. <laughs> I don't want to be last all the time. Hero X Wing. That's what Chris says, and that's what I say. <laughs> Ryan. This was the hardest thing for me to figure out, because when I think of worst toy or worst anything, it, it's like, well, what really sucked? You know, what was total crap this year? And, of course, the hardest thing is usually that means it's something I didn't buy. So if I didn't buy it, I can't look through my collection and see it necessarily. But So I started going through a lot of things, and there was no Legos that really stuck out as, like, being the worst toy. And some of the Jack stuff has been kind of different, but I was like, eh. And... There were two things I came up with. One, Jason, or not Jason, Jake mentioned as a figure. I don't know if I'd consider the Angry Birds as a figure, but I thought the Rebels Angry Birds, I mean, I saw that at San Diego Comic-Con. I was like, really? They're still doing this? Um, but I ultimately went through, I don't I don't know if you call this a toy, but I'm going to go with the last um, issues of Dark Horse Star Wars comics. Because those <laughs> last issues... <laughs> They're so bad that they canceled a podcast. <laughs> no, hiatus. Those, those last issues of all of those were so bad. Oh. I, it was it was sad because Dark Horse has done so many great things for so many years uh, that they kind of went out on a bomb. It was I don't know if they were just rushed to get those done in time or what, but like every single one of them was like the last issue was just like Ugh, this is no good. So that's what I'm gonna go for the worst non-figure toy of the year. Oh. <laughs> Jake. <laughs> That's a 
That it was a bomb for sure. Oh, gosh. And we're on hiatus. We're, we'll be back when Star Wars comics <laughs> actually come out again. <laughs> um, Star Wars Spinner Mac is what we're, of course, talking about. Um, the worst. Man, I have to. I'm not trying to uh, purposely insult Matt or Jason, but man, my two were the Hero X-Wing and the Lego ITT. <laughs> the, Le- the Hero X-Wing, man, I thought if I saw it in person, I would probably like it more. But no, it was really, it, it was it was very, um, it, it's a waste of plastic because it's too big not to do anything but have a landing gear. I mean, that's literally all it has unless you have the electronic one um it just it just doesn't do it for me and the lego i put together this morning and i was excited to do it but i was as i was building it i'm like man this is so small and the reason i'm more upset about that is because um cannot think of it right now i post his work on my um facebook when i see it um but he is a uh, Lego artist that makes uh, vintage Star Wars uh, ships and play sets. And uh, he made an Imperial Troop Transport a few years ago, and it is phenomenal. And it was big enough to put a bunch of figures in, and I'm like, how cool is this? You know. And then when I find out that they're making one, it ends up being one where it doesn't even have a cockpit. You can't even put one minifig in it's like they sit on the sides and so it just dashed my hopes because i've seen a lego one that can be amazing and it's nothing that it's not anything less than the quality that lego normally does in their star wars line so that was a misfire for me because i've seen ones that are much better than the one we actually got so those are my two i haven't decided which one wins yet though Okay, don't agree on that uh, X-wing pick, but it's your pick. <laughs> you just you need a little bit of imagination. That's all. It, there's no. <laughs> okay, Matt, let's go to you. Okay, uh, I really wanted to pick the Hot Wheels because I didn't like the idea of it. Sort of on the same as the 18-inch figures. It's like, do we really need another? Hot Wheels mashup, but they actually turned out to be okay. So, yeah, I'll, I'll roll with that. I'm going to go with the Hero Scale Falcon at Walmart. <laughs> not not because of, I mean, I guess it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. But it, that they had the nerve to charge like $80 for it when the BMF came out a couple of years ago and wasn't that much more. Uh, the, I mean, it, it did nothing. It didn't look great i saw it thought about picking it up but for eight it wouldn't be worth 40 and they wanted 80 for it and that's that that's got to be it okay i haven't i haven't actually seen that in person yet so i i'm not sure what i think about it it does seem very pricey for what it appears to be i agree with you on that it's a chunk of plastic for eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and it does the X-wing, which does nothing, does more than the Falcon does. So, yeah. it, I don't. Does know. anyone? I actually, when I, I'm hoping it gets re- reduced and discounted, I'll probably get one when it comes down in price. Anyone else besides me um, thinking about picking this up? Just me. 
No. Yeah. No, <laughs> Ryan. No, I, 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 yeah. If it, if it's like thirty bucks, I could see picking it up. Mm. I'd buy uh, it for like thirty. I didn't, I didn't pick up the X-wing till it was. I found it for twenty-five on Amazon, which I know it's gone cheaper now, but um, I, I can't see buying that Falcon for sixty bucks. Like thirty bucks is about where I'd buy it at. Mm. Okay. Um, my pick for worst uh, non-action figure Star Wars toy of the year goes to. The Star Wars Force Grab. If you've seen this at Toys R Us, it's basically a pile of mismatched pieces. It looks like a box of junk. And you throw the pieces around, and depending on which way they land, you know, you get to move a certain way or do something stupid. Um, I just can't help but look at this and think this is probably the worst thing i've seen all year so that would be my was, that would be my what pick was this <laughs> this where, where i don't even know it's this. made by a company called wonder forge <laughs> and uh it's they have it at i think most toys r us's have it with their star wars display i've seen it at target as well and it's on amazon yeah um but uh that would be my pick force grab yes Sounds like something they talk to you about at work. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, I know you answered for Chris already, but do you have any any worst Star Wars toys that are non-action figure of this year? Or did you, or did you say the X-Wing went for both of you? Maybe you said Yeah, that. no, I said that. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, the X-Wing. Okay. Yeah, just because I want to throw yours off the your deck. Well, if I get another one cheap enough, I might let you, because I think it might be pretty cool. <laughs> oh. okay. We should light it on fire, too. Let's That'd not get crazy. All right. Now, here's a question real quick. Um, what do we think, because I'm sure we're going to go into looking forward. Let's look back again real quick. Mm. What do we think will be the most collectible toy from 2014? Because, you know, obviously a lot of this stuff is, you know, uh, shell farmers, and it'll be around, or it's easily attainable. Nothing's been... You know, super rare. What do we think maybe 5, 15, 20 years from now, people will go back and go, man, I, if I would have just picked that one up, or I can't believe how much that one's gone up in price. I think the the Reese and the Skiff Guard, the, from the tail end of, of the, uh, the orange-carded Black Series, um, those did not ship to very many places. And I think those will be the, um, why didn't I get those figures in a couple of years? You might they be right. Those to a lot of places. Yeah. The, uh, and they were one per case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So I would go with those I know two. I saw them at Target once, and I think I ordered one off Amazon at one point. But Yeah. I had to, I had to get both of mine online, so never saw either one at a store. Mm-hmm. But they were, I mean, if you were online, though, you could get it. Mm-hmm. Um Possibly hmm. another thought I had was to your question is possibly that uh, Target exclusive uh, Hot Wheels pack. Um, people getting into Hot Wheels late in the game may wish they would have picked that up. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good you know, one. That was, I, I hate to say it, that's almost one of the reasons I bought that is because it was one of those multi packs. It was brand new. It was a, it was a great way to get all of those cars. Plus, it has the Stormtrooper car, which wasn't out in there yet, but. That does seem like something that down the road could be highly collectible. It'll be a uh, a crossover thing too with Star Wars fans as well as Hot Wheels fans. Mm-hmm. 
So it would be the dirty stormtrooper then that people would be going after. That naughty, dirty stormtrooper. Dirty stormtrooper. I got... Dirty, dirty. Dirty, dirty. I got a question. Do you guys... Did you guys enjoy collecting this year? Was this year a better or worse year? I know this wasn't the best year by far. Was this year better or worse than 2013? Uh, Ryan, what do you think? Well, I mean, if I look at this year as in the products that came out this year, it's hard to say because I, I, last year was kind of a, a meh year, and this year kind of seemed like a meh year. Getting the uh, the Rebel stuff at the end was kind of exciting. At the same time, I bought some really cool stuff. I bought some great Lego sets this year that are expensive that really make me want to buy more Legos. And So I've had fun collecting this year. I've gotten into buying a few more vintage items and... Like, it was no lack of enjoying the hobby at all, but, they, yeah, there wasn't much. So I'd put it about equal to what we got last year. Jake, what about you? Uh, I think I had more fun this year because I was <clears> – <throat> we had Rebels to look forward to, which last year was, you know. We also got the Season 6 early on this year of uh, the Clone Wars. So we had more anticipation this year so i think that also hyped up my you know love for so when something's coming out you know it rejuvenates you know oh i gotta go out and get that i gotta get that and they got new command coming out they got new hot wheels coming out whereas last year i mean we were hunting down the tail ends of like the you know saga legends lines that were canadian exclusives and things like that that that's not as fun as having new lines to explore so i think this year was uh was more exciting than 2013 for sure. And one thing I didn't add uh, to my previous question was one thing I think people might have value in the future is all those Petco play toys for animals because <laughs> the average fan is going to give those to their kid, to their, I guess say kids to their animals and they're going to eat them up and there's going to be less mint versions of those in the future than there are you know like people typically buy carded toys now and put them away but you don't typically do things like pet toys you use those yeah so i might see that the, the, the rarity of those in the future might spike any prices if there's anything people are interested in because i really love that stinking ad at that looks like a reindeer with the rudolph nose on it i thought that was funny and a well-looking toy and you know it's kind of a stuffed animal but how many of those will survive in 10 years probably very few um tom i know you you've picked up at least some vintage things this year did you have how was this year for you compared to maybe last year uh, i don't think any change really uh you know we talk about the toy stable here a lot and i i get there because that's the closest place to my house but uh i would say that's really not much of a change no. Uh, what I would like to do in the new year is probably branch out, hit some of the places up north like Bubacon and and a few other places. But yeah, my my search for vintage continues, and it will definitely continue into the new year for sure. And Matt, how does this year stack up for you compared to last? Almost indistinguishable. I mean, I this year might have been a little better in that we weren't transitioning to new lines. I mean the you know, the black series and the six inch, they all started last year. So it seemed like it was the end of the year before it even got going. So, yeah, but 
it, at the in the end there wasn't you know purely from a Hasbro action figure point of view it wasn't a big year and it was concentrated in large part at the end I got, I got to discover the joy of going to Walgreens <laughs> which you know it's better than going to Kmart which luckily we got a break from going there this year but um, yeah it was the same okay uh, okay yeah I'm probably with, yeah this year for me was kind of I had a high anticipation I was really looking forward to the rebels products and the fact that it took them so long to get them out seemed like kind of a drag where I was I wasn't mad because I don't I wasn't mad. I was just kind of I'm just disappointed that it took so long for the figures to come out, especially the the show premiered, was it in September? And then, yeah, and then no figures till, I guess, the end of November. So, wow, that was a whole month I had to wait. And I seemed really bummed out for that month, but I don't know. I guess. And then you only got six right. figures. I think I was just, comp- compared to how the Clone Wars went, I mean, when the Clone Wars premiered, there was. They made a big deal about it. Hasbro made a big deal about it. And I was just, I guess I was just expecting the same thing to happen with Rebels. And it didn't happen. And I was I was disappointed about that. But I did enjoy the Disney talking figures this year. And the Hot Wheels cars are fun. Something I didn't think I would like, but ended up kind of liking. Let's move on to our thoughts about what's coming up in the new year, 2015. I know this is a very uh, open-ended question. Answer it however you want. Ryan, what are your predictions for 2015? Uh, it's going to be expensive. Uh, we're going to be... I, the product that we've sh- that Hasbro's shown us already as far as action figure stuff is actually pretty cool. A lot of the 6-inch that we've already seen, as well as the 3 and 3 quarter inch, a lot of it looks cool. I'm looking forward to a lot of that. Uh, we still haven't heard, like, the... Tauntaun with Hoth Han and the Wampa with Hoth Luke and the six inch scale, like where those are going to be exclusive to, because kind of Hasbro made it sound like those are going to be exclusive somewhere, I thought. Um, and there was, you know, they showed so much at San Diego and then at New York that there's a lot to look forward to there. And that's just in what we know. I mean, at the end of the year, we've got a whole new movie with all sorts of new things in it. Um, while there's going to be things like the Millennium Falcon and there's X-Wings, the X-Wings look different. The Falcon has a new radar dish. Uh, there's going to be all new vehicles, all new characters we've never seen before. It's quite exciting to have all new Star Wars stuff, but it's going to fit in with the original trilogy. I mean, think about it. We're going to be able to get a new Han Solo figure at the end of next year that we've never had before. Hopefully he's not just wearing a vest and a white shirt and pants with a stripe down the side, and there's something different about him, but... I'm going to be coming with space diapers. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's, it's exciting that we're going to have all these huh? figures in this new film. <laughs> um, and not only that, but what else are we going to see? What's Disney going to do at their stores uh, to go along with this movie as well as continue? Like, like you guys were saying, we don't know a whole lot about what Disney's plans are for their stores. They don't make the announcements of that stuff. How many more of those talking figures are we going to see or those uh, minifigure sets or the uh, the uh, die-cast vehicles or any of that? I, it, there's a lot of promise there. And then how far is Jack's Pacific going to go? How many more figures are those going to make? We didn't talk about Gentle Giant at all, but you know where are they going to go with their 12-inch uh, vintage figures this year? Lobot. Are they going to – Lobot. <laughs> You're hoping, right? I'm, I wouldn't doubt a Lobot this year, actually, it's this possible. next yeah. – It's yeah. coming. 
<laughs> I mean, they said it they're going to try. They they want to do every figure, so it's going to come at some point. FX Seven and Lobot, woohoo! Yeah, and Bespin Guard, yeah. <laughs> um, and then what are we going to see from Sideshow? And then we've got Hot Toys in the game. I I don't know if you guys looked hard at that uh, Hot Toys Darth Vader that was announced. That thing was awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm planning on picking one up. I think it was two hundred and fifty dollars is what we're expecting on that or something, which is the same as the Sideshow one that just came out this year. Uh, and this will be in a New Hope Vader. It looks great. And then we're seeing all this stuff that, from Japan, like the Bandai stuff and that. Uh, and, you know, what's Lego going to put out? There, there's a lot of what-ifs in there and what is going to happen because it's there's so much that's going to happen, not only for the old stuff, but for the, a brand-new movie. And what more are we going to see from Rebels? I don't think when the new movie comes out they're going to say, okay, no more Rebels product. I think we're going to still see plenty of Rebels. It sounds like they got at least a three-year plan going for that show. And you know they're going to want to continue merchandise with that. Uh, I think it's going to be exciting. I think it's going to be a fun year to collect Star Wars. It'll be expensive, but fun. Jake, what is your prediction for 2015? As much as I don't want to say it, but I think we'll see the beginning of a Star Wars 2-inch line from Hasbro. I think that will run in tandem with the 3 and 3 quarter. I don't think 3 and 3 quarter is going away. I think we'll get a 2-inch line. I think we'll see Command. I think we'll see 6-inch. Um, I think we could see the return of uh, better quality 12-inch, perhaps. I would like to see that, but I don't know. Um, I just feel like Sideshow is doing such the you know hundreds and hundreds of dollars for their 12-inch, and Hasbro's doing the exact opposite. They're only doing do- uh, $9, $10 for their... 12 inch i feel like there's room for some middle ground in there the return of a 20 30 dollar line which i would very much like to see um so that that would be my hope but i think that we'll start to see the two inch which sounds like uh you know lines like avengers and guardians of the galaxy is starting to embrace with hasbro um i think there's going to be tons and tons and tons of merch i want to dare say it's going to be episode one-ish you know maybe somewhere between episode one and episode three those had really big launches you know episode two kind of had to figure itself out again but i could see it being somewhere in there the hype for this film is going to be or is already through the roof so i think we're going to see everything from you know serial inserts to happy mill toys to um Probably, you know, shoot, a couple months from now, Toy Fair is going to hit, and I'm sure there's going to be companies that are going to pick up Star Wars stuff for the first time as well. So maybe more from Mattel as well. You know, Mattel doesn't just do, you know, Hot Wheels. They do Barbies, and they do other things. So, you know, I I, I expect it to be a very big year, and uh, I've already started to... <laughs> adjust my personal budget to kind of set a little bit aside each month so i'm not going to be hit in september or december or whenever the merch hits and not have you know have zero money to go with when do you think it's going to hit um we um well there's rumors that september is a date where a lot of the episode seven merch will hit I can see my prediction, and I mentioned this, and we'll talk about it later, what we did with uh, Jedi Business, is my prediction is we'll do a little bit in September, and then we'll do a larger amount in December. 
and that you got to do September to get the holiday season, you know, rush and everything. But I think they'll then, once the movie's closer to being out, they'll put out more things that are connected that we haven't already seen, you know, kind of like I, I go back to the, uh, if you remember for episode two, they put a, uh, Zam Wessel figure out and it said, uh, um, secret mass secret reveal or something on it or, um, shoot. I'm giving a horrible example cause I can't think of exactly what it said. Anyway, after the movie was out, it said, after the movie was out, it said that she had multiple faces. Whereas before the movie was out, it had a different sticker on it that said, you know, special feature or, you know. So I think my point in saying that is, is once the movie's out or closer to being out, we'll put stuff that reveals more about the character, you know, or we can reveal more about what goes on in the movie because people will know because they've read the novelization or they've seen the full trailer or whatnot. So we'll get more spoiler material. But I don't think they'll put all that stuff out in September. I think they'll wait until it's closer to the launch of the movie. Matt, what do you predict is going to happen in 2015? Record-setting amounts of stuff. I mean, it's going to be 1999 all over again. Um, What I'm interested in seeing, when episode three came out, I mean, okay, Lego had a license, obviously Hasbro and gentle giant was making stuff at that point but like sideshow wasn't making star wars stuff in 2005 at least not 12 inch figures i mean will they have stuff available for the new movie all these you know will there be new hot wheels will there be all these other licenses that we've been talking about tonight are they all going to have product in september or november or whenever it is if if so it if if you're a across the board completist you know god help you but it's i think and it's going to build it's going to be like one of those hurricanes that you see developing for like a week two weeks out yet we know it's going to be coming i don't think there's going to be much before july it's going to be very quiet we'll see the stuff that they've already announced it'll you know it'll leak out a wave or two figures of six inch and three and three quarter but that's it. I don't think we'll see a lot at Toy Fair. You know, maybe the stuff we've already seen further along, I think they're going to, at least Hasbro I'm talking about here, will be holding back for celebration. I think that will be sort of maybe our first reveal of some of the product we're going to be getting come the fall. And it's you know, it's going to be unprecedented. I My gut tells me that there's... That has left to their own devices, Hasbro would get out of the three and three quarter market. I don't think they they don't like it. They they moved Guardians to this two inch thing and the six inch stuff. I don't know what they've got planned for Avengers, but I bet there's not a three and three quarter inch component there. But Star Wars could be the 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 exception because they sort of created that scale in in many ways. They introduced that scale to the world forty years ago, so. We may get a few. I'll be interested to see how many six-inch figures we get. Are we going to get eight? Are we going to get 25? It's. I mean, there's going to be a whole slate of new characters. And you know, if they wanted to just swamp us, they could. But it's it, it's whether they do or not, there's just so many licensees out there and so much stuff that's going to get pumped out 
and I, I think I agree with Jake. I think there'll be sort of a soft launch in September and sometime a month before the movie, it's, it's really going to hit and competing with all the Christmas shoppers to get this stuff is going to be a whole new world of, of complication. Do you think the, uh, the figures, the three and three quarter inch figures that will be coming out for the force awakens will be closer to what we're getting for saga legends or closer to what we're getting for the black series in, in detail and skull and uh, articulation. I suspect they're going to give us the, the saga legends type stuff. If that's what they're doing for rebels, I think, you know, they may say, okay, you can have your three and three quarter inch figures, but if you want high articulation, if you want detail, you know, step up and buy the six inch figure. It's, I mean, I, I think even without a movie, I think we would probably be moving in that direction. And I think this gives them sort of an excuse to, to accelerate that, which is fine. Cause I don't have a problem with the five point figures. I mean, a lot of, if, yeah, we were talking about it earlier. A lot of the Saga Legends line, Rebels line figures are the better figures this year. Um, Tom, what is uh, what does Chris predict for 2015? Gonna be awesome. Also, please have a look at speculations feature on JediBusiness.com. That's JediBusiness.com. With Jake, Jason, Yakface, etc dot 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 <laughs> so he sounds excited head over to jedibusiness.com and check out the speculations article that's right that's right my answers are the shortest <laughs> <laughs> no mine are the shortest tom where do you see uh, what do you see happening next year we get a new movie we'll see if it's good or not if it's mine that's if it's my the end if it's mind-blowing will you uh would you I don't think it's going to be mind blowing guys. I don't uh I'm going to I'm going to hold out hope that it's going to be good but I'm not going to get uh I'm not going to get janked again like uh me running around like an idiot showing everybody the uh the episode <laughs> 1 trailer. Uh does anyone that I, that that I uh, that I recorded from Entertainment tonight. <laughs> Do you guys think there's going to be a Midnight Madness thing this time around? Oh. Hope so. That would Absolutely. make sense, wouldn't so. it? Sure. That'd be a great field trip for all of us to hit, yeah. too. We should bring Tom, too. Yeah, oh, should. yeah. <laughs> that way he could just be like, this is crap. What is this crap? Why are you guys buying this and then, crap? What a waste of money. And then he money. might buy a few <laughs> for his, his under-his-bed collection. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I remember uh, uh, back in 99, scrambling around looking for that stupid Darth Maul figure. <laughs> Never again, boys. Never again. I mean, so, I hope hey, there's a midnight that. madness. It's always fun. It's a blast. You go out with your friends and all that. Has anything ever not been easy to find after that? Absolutely not. No, no. not really. I mean, this is the stuff that floods the market and mm-hmm. you know costs you know ten percent of the sticker price. You know, a, but, a year later. But it helps build the hype for the the yeah. toys and everything. So those I, uh, those no question. Those Chinese that Chinese post a few days ago were those legit? You think? Oh, oh, the oh, six-inch yeah. figures. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm talking about? The uh, three yeah. and three-quarter. I think those. No, were. they were six-inch six figures. Oh, those were six-inch yeah. figures. Oh, yeah. okay. I think they're legit. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I think, think so. I think they look good. Well, they look good from what I could when, see. When I first saw that photo, I thought it was a three and three-quarter inch set of figures, and I was very excited. Like I thought, wow, they're gonna actually make some really, you know, well-done three and three-quarter inch figures. And then, 
I looked a little closer and realized it was a six inch figures. I'm, I I do collect the six inch figures and I like them, but my heart is really with the three and three quarter inch, and I really wish they would get back to putting that up front, putting that as number one, and everything else just kind of being everything else. Well, you know, when I talked to Hasbro at Comic Con this last year, they said something about three and three quarter inch has always been the bread and butter of Star Wars. Um, and it has such a huge history that they have no signs of ever stopping that or, or discontinuing it. Uh, and they know it's a long time thing. I, I cannot see Hasbro going away from three and three quarter inch. I think we'll continue to get both the five points of articulation and the multi points of articulation because there's such a huge collector's market for it that unlike something like Avengers or the, the Marvel properties in general, there isn't that long time history collector's market of one unifying line through there i mean marvel's been through several different toy companies over the years um whereas star wars has been kenner and then hasbro because hasbro brought out kenner and it's just always been there it has a long history i I just can't see that going away um jake do you think the vintage collection will be coming back for the force awakens no i don't think so and uh i actually referenced this in the uh uh, the article we helped out Chris at Jedi Business with, I think that there's going to be such a high demand for uh, The Force Awakens that they don't need to rely on that draw of the vintage card. The vintage card is something that they can use now when the line starts to not sell as well, or they need to have something really special to get people fired up about the line. So um, that's not something they're going to have a problem with next year. Uh, we are all going to run if they have a midnight release and buy all these figures and buy them again when they're carted with vehicles and buy them again when they're put in two packs. And so we're going to be dying to get a new Luke Skywalker and Han Solo. And uh, so they're not going to need to. That's my prediction. No vintage cards next year. Now, maybe the following year, I could see that being like a San Diego exclusive, like 2016, get your Force Awakens vintage card set. And then it'll be me hating Hasbro <laughs> because I won't be able to purchase it because I get bumped out of the friggin' uh, shopping cart 800 times online. But yes, um, maybe sometime down the road, but not 2015. With um, Matt, Matt, I'll ask you this next question. With a new film coming out every year from now until at least the next six years, do you oh. think they're gonna? Do you think they're gonna stop making background characters? Are they just gonna make them? Do you think they'll just make the main characters now, or do you think we'll continue to get like figures like Yarna and Hammerhead and and things like we've had in the past? That's a good question. I can't see how they'll have, you know, when are they gonna have time? I mean, if if the line takes off and everybody's buying it, yeah, they'll make as many figures as they can until people stop buying it. But are we going to get a six-inch Yarna in the next five years? I don't think so. Um, it's, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a movie a year, and that's I, I haven't wrapped my head around that, and I don't think a lot of people have. And, you know, as soon as a, The Force Awakens comes out, it's – you know, start the clock on the next one. Yeah. And yeah, it's going to be, if, if they do a figure line for every film, it's going to be chaotic and confusing. And yeah, you're never going to get past. You'll be lucky if you see a second wave of figures for a lot of these films. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, yeah, background characters might be a thing of the past. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the spinoff films just get one line, one wave. We really don't know. Yeah, that's, it's... that's what I was thinking on that. Like the, the main movies will have multiple waves that will carry through, much like we've always had. But those spinoff films will be like a one or two wave mm-hmm. set of figures thing. Uh, who knows? We'll, we'll see. I mean, Star Wars is such a huge property. You never know. That's, but we are just—we yeah. really are on uncharted territory. We just—it's 2015 is a huge mystery. So is 2016, 2017. I mean, my yeah, we, we, one we've of never my had least it. Favorite... We've had a film a year. Yeah. Oh, it was... one of my least favorite things of the last couple of years is how many different card backs and designs and lines there have been since. You know, we, when Clone Wars came along and we were sort of running two simultaneous lines at the same time, and then we've had up to three, and then you add the six inch, it's just, I wish they would, I wish they'd just have a Star Wars line of figures when The Force Awakens comes out mm-hmm. and run that indefinitely. You know, and as a new movie comes out, that's just another line of figures in that series. And that would that would be more amenable to getting some background characters, but... You know the way movie marketing works these days. I don't think there's a chance that they would do that. Yeah. Now I think uh, no, I'm right with you, Matt. I it's it's it doesn't. I mean, especially for vintage fans. I mean, you had one line for most of the entire nine year run of the vintage. Uh, you had one card back. And here, though, I think this is not just a Star Wars issue. I think it's a Hasbro way of doing business. Because I know when I go into uh, like Toys R Us, there's like five different Transformer lines going at once. And if you look at the Marvel side of business, you have you know the Spider-Man line, the Ca- the Iron Man uh, three line, the Captain America two line, the Guardians of the Galaxy line. I mean, they just like to compartmentalize and separate the line out into many, many different things. Again, I'll go over and say it again and again. I love the way Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles by Playmates does business right now. There's one line look. It's the same line for the last couple of years. You can find all the figures you ever wanted, whether you started today or you started, you know, a few months ago or a year ago. And so uh, I think that's just Hasbro's way. And I I unfortunately expect it to be the same for uh, next year. I can, I mean, I won't say I predict this because I think the the Black Series is on borrowed time, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did the Black Series, Star Wars Rebels, and The Force Awakens, you know, because that's just kind of what they've been doing lately. I think Black Series is on life support. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, beyond what they've already announced and haven't released, I'd be surprised if we saw any more. I would too. Well, the the other thing with the the card designs, like Matt mentioned, how we how many different card designs we've had over the last few years. Um, I'm not sure if that's completely a Hasbro thing or if that's a Lucasfilm thing. So we've seen where the the card design has gone over the entire uh, realm of Star Wars, where we saw the same card design we're seeing on Hasbro figures we're seeing on Lego stuff. And on, like right now, you look at the Rebels stuff, that Stormtrooper design, you see not only the Rebels figures and the Legos, but like on the drinking glasses and the bath towels and whatever else, it all has that same unifying design in there. And I, I've gotten the impression that was a Lucasfilm thing that kind of started with the uh, the Shadow of the Dark Side, if you remember that, with the mm-hmm. Clone Trooper and the clouds behind mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I, I agree. I loved it with the vintage line where it just changed the logo of the movie pretty much at the top of the card. I mean, there's 
other slight changes through the years, but I, I like that idea and I'd love to see that. But the other thing we go with is what happens if you have a bunch of peg warmers and they want to change, you know, change it out, not only change the skew on it or anything, but change it so the retailers know that it's something brand new uh, to replace what was old out there. And I can see where a new card design helps that out in some ways. No, for sure. That keeps, uh, you know, keeps the excitement and, yeah. No, it's fresh. It's new. Yeah, That's the, the whole point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But, uh, you know, on your vintage card question, I asked Hasbro about that, and they said they only want to do vintage cards for something really special. So they, it sounds like they definitely don't want to make it a main line card design, but only for special things like exclusives. I could maybe see when they do um, – I'm sure we'll see Force Awakens uh, preview figures like we've done for all the other prequels. Um, where maybe those would be on a vintage card or a similar card design. I wouldn't mind if they came up with some new card design that harkens back to vintage, but is in its own way new and different. Like maybe instead of a black background, it's red or something, and then the silver bar around it is gold or you know something different, but it still harkens back to the vintage line in some way. Well, like you were just saying, it will be there will be a unified look. To, yeah. to everybody's product, whether Hasbro, right. Jax, Lego. And, I mean, I, I think we'll see that at Celebration. Right. I mean, they're, they're going to have to show us some stuff at Celebration. We, we may see it at Toy Fair even, at least the card design. Possibly. We, Possibly. we saw that Rebels card design long before we ever saw figures for it at Toy Fair. So it's a possible that we'll see a, a card design. Although I think we'll see some Force Awakens toys at, at Toy Fair as well. Well, they're, what, they're two months apart. It's possible. Yeah. I just, you know, I think I think when they scheduled Celebration for April, everybody was sort of thinking there'd be a movie in May. Right. So they'd have stuff to show us. <laughs> so right now they might be scrambling to hold some stuff to, to make Anaheim at least kind of newsworthy. I think we're going to see more of a, we'll see more of a Rebels presence there than maybe we would have if the movie came out in May. Yeah. Well, they've already said what we're going to see season two. Yeah. Premiere. Do you think uh, the Mission Series 2-packs are going to continue beyond what we've seen already? I don't see why not. Well, we've seen... Uh, what What haven't we seen yet? With the Grievous one, there's rumors that may have been canceled, although that was just a reissue. Um, we saw the some rest weird... The the Rebels guys. The Sabine and the Hera. Yeah, this is Sabine and the Hera. We've seen those um, with some uh, Stormtrooper commanders. Adat Driver... Yeah, was that one? Yeah, that was the the at at and what tie pilot two pack I think it is. And there's a Luke and mm-hmm. Luke Han Hoth. But will they will go, they go like, beyond that? Do you think next year will they go yeah, beyond think, that? Is the question. The, the two packs to me just don't seem to be moving the way the single carded figures are. But maybe it's the, that maybe the Boba Fett Stormtrooper one sells, and that's. Mm. Seems to be it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I think they'll be replaced by a deluxe line to a comp to accompany the Force Awakens. Um, we haven't seen a lot of deluxe. This is more or less the equivalent of a deluxe figure. It's two cheap figures. Um, I think the Force Awakens will implement another deluxe line, where people come with you know cannons or, you know, big large play features and stuff. Uh, most every, I, I think, let's see, episode one, two, and three all had deluxe figures. So 
I would assume, and even um, and Clone Wars and Clone Wars, yeah, and even Clone Wars. So that's what I see taking the place of the figure two packs. Okay, yeah. If I may pose a question here, since everybody seems to think that the three and three quarters is going to stick around, are we going to see real vehicles? I won't I even. Think, I don't even think there'll be play sets, but real vehicles. That's a rough question. I, I think it'll be exclusives I, only. For the larger vehicles, I think with the, I, I'm betting with the movie we will. Um, they seem to be they want to put out vehicles with the movie, but other than that, of course, at the same time, right now we're dealing with other than the rebel stuff. There's been really, how, I mean, how many more vehicles could they do from prequel and original trilogy in say a twenty to thirty dollar type of vehicle? There, there's not much left. There. There's a couple large ones that they could do or maybe medium if you want to consider like the Gungan sub is a medium type of thing. But I mean, they pretty much exhausted all of the regular size vehicles, haven't they? Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have. I, I was hoping the Gungan so, sub would come out eventually, but I, I don't yeah. think it ever will. Probably not too many. Oh, with a new movie, we're going to have all new vehicles. I mean, they're going to do, you know, we'll right. see, I think, you know, we're going to see an X-wing and I, I've got to believe they're going to do a full scale one or, you know, scaled somewhat for the three and three quarter inch figures. It may not be full scale, like exact, but you know, scaled at least to the level of the vintage X wing, if not like the FX X wing. I'm looking forward to that uh, pudding pop speeder. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be the deluxe line there. That's going to be fun. I think if we're going, if I think every movie year Hasbro gets a, a much larger, uh, amount to play with so i think they increase their tooling i think they know that you know th- they're going to make more money that year so they can invest more money into it so every movie year we typically get like a big play set or a big vehicle uh, and i think that this will i, I think hasbro I, I don't think they'll repeat the way of doing business that they've done for the last couple of years. I think uh, I believe in them more to make the right choice and go back to, you know, that the way that they did it, that most people were pretty happy with where they had different lines. I mean, cause if you think about it, Hasbro's line is so basic right now. I mean, the black series is just figures. They had one exclusive and for the rebels line, it's one size of vehicle, one deluxe set or two pack and one single card and that's it i mean they that's that's coming quite a bit from where they used to be where they had single cards they had deluxes they had comic book two packs they had figures with cups they had cheap vehicles they had mid-range vehicles they had exclusive vehicles they had bmfs they had you know play sets they had accessory kits i mean those those um are things they typically pull out in movie years. So that's why I expect to see a lot more than we've seen in the last few years from Hasbro. Any last comments about 2015 before I wrap it up? Tom? (laughs) Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I have nothing to add. Uh, Sorry, guys. You know my stance. We'll see. We'll see what we'll see at the (laughs) end of, uh, uh, maybe, maybe this time next year I'll be a little bit more enthusiastic. But uh, right now I am apprehensive and uh, tight-lipped. Tom, do you have any vintage goals for 2015? Well, I'm working on my R2 feverishly, so that's going well. Man, I'm just buying aluminum parts left and right. So 
I think I will make quite a bit of headway um, on that little guy. Uh, vintage is always, you know, I'm always looking for some good minty figures. R2 is going to be done by Force Awakens, right? <laughs> no, probably not. Hopefully, but probably not. Be awesome. Okay. Well, uh, that will wrap up our final show of 2014. Looking forward to the next year, um, and that will wrap up this show. I'd like to thank my co-hosts tonight from iGroupStarWars.com, OT Curmudgeon Tom. Have a good uh, Have a good evening, everybody. From <laughs> day day morning, I don't know. Whenever you listen to the show, listen. Have a good day. What do you want from me? Uh, and our good friend Ryan. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to the 15 Jaws movies that are going to come out next year. <laughs> oh, that would be good. Yeah. Can't be worse than... Uh... If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Back to the Future Part 2 again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> better than uh, better than Jaws 3. Better, <laughs> better, than, better than the prequels. <laughs> <laughs> Was Jaws 4 better than the prequels? No. Yes. Ooh, yes. No. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I will fight you. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. From from Forlom to Zuckus.com, Jake. Have a very happy new year all and uh I'm pledging the promise to bring back the spinner rack this coming month. January we'll do an episode, get you caught up, get you prepared for uh January fourteenth release of Marvel's first foray I, into star wars in many i still many never years. finished rebel was it rebel heist well i know i haven't yes i haven't finished that yet you need to because in the next week and a half we're gonna record an episode <laughs> wow <laughs> jason will be just like this look like crap i didn't read it oh yeah. god zero death stars move oh, on god. <laughs> okay and hey if, well it might be too late by the time you're listening to this but i think Dark Horse has like a really good deal on their digital comics right now, like 300 bucks oh, for all of them. Yeah. But I'm thinking by the time you're listening to this, you may have a few hours left, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Get to editing, Jason. <laughs> um, okay. And our returning guest host from this week in Star Wars uh, podcasts, Matt Fox. Always a pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. We will definitely have you back. It's always fun to talk to you. And, uh, again, how do people find your podcast if they want to check it out, if they haven't already? This week in StarWars.com. You can get all the back episodes if you want to know what was going on four years ago. And uh, iTunes, um, Stitcher, and uh, I think most people just go through iTunes. Yeah. Okay. For Galaxy of Toys Podcast, this is Jason. Good night, but not goodbye. Just one more round, friend. Then homeward bound, friend. Don't forget me in your dreams. Just one more song, friend. And then so long, friend. The nights get shorter, it seems. Just one more rhyme, friend. Yes, it's a crime, friend. But you know time, friend. Time can fly. So it's good night, friend. Good night, but not goodbye.
Just one more drop, friend. Before we stop, friend. One more moment face to face. Next time you're dry, friend, try stopping by, friend, if there's a light in the place. We may not thrive, friend, but we survive, friend. Look, we're alive, friend, you and I. So say goodnight, friend. <laughs> Good night. But not goodbye. such a dear friend. You know I'm here, friend. Is that a tear, friend? In your eye. Now it's good night, friend. Good night, friend. Good night, but not...